I am six years old. I wake up. It's Christmas morning. I jump out of bed, go to open my bedroom door, but it's locked. I can't get out. What the hell? Then I hear a buzzer. A voice over a loudspeaker says, Open cell C32. I hear a click. My door opens. I walk out. I'm in prison. Prisoners jeer and yell. One says, Say hi to your wife for me. <laughs> Another says, See you on the outside, asshole. I'm at a window. A guard, dressed as Santa, gives me a box of my belongings. He points to a door. I walk through it. The razor wire topped fence is behind me. The sky is blue. I can feel the sun in my face. I'm a free man. Free. I, I, I woke up. On the next bed over, partially covered by a pretzel of bed sheets, were my quarantine roommates for the last two weeks. Mass troll and preacher. It was a dream. And then I remembered, it's not just a dream. My Kevorkian coronavirus quarantine is over. I am free. I called Lita and told her, I'm free. Have you lost a your... A reprise. Look, birds, seas. Yes, please. What the fuck? Breeze through the trees from my knees. God heard my pleas. Stop. Just stop. How are you free? Are you going to help Fishburne hunt Exclusivore? Yeah, I caved. It was either that you, you or... can't. Or I get a room at the Grand Hotel Guantanamo. They can't really send you to Guantanamo. You're American. Look, I'm just buying time. As soon as possible, it's going to be sayonara. Don't let the Arvidarshan hit you in the aloha. Why are you being so annoying? <sighs> I just spent two weeks quarantined with Fishburne, Mastrol, and Preacher. Ah, gotcha. Well, it'd be fun to see Fishburne's face when he realizes you've burned him. Lita was right. Maybe I should have planted a hidden camera to capture that Kodak moment. Anyway, didn't happen, because someone showed up in Seoul and tossed my plans out the window. So, we were in this big room with a big table and a big wall, 20 feet tall and all covered in maps. Everyone was like, Whoa! They had this holographic 3D screen in the middle with all kinds of data, technical readouts, maps, information. I said, hey, this is like Star Wars. Mastrol said, You mean at the end of both A New Hope and Return of the Jedi, where they had the big screen showing the progress of the Death Star? Yeah, that was exactly what I meant. Nah, man. I'm not seeing it. I hate Mastrol so much. So, there were 10 people, mostly special agents, but a few of us hackers too, including Mastrol with his recently broken nose and his partner, Preacher. We were all facing the big 3D screen and Fishburne was droning on about safety protocols, local customs, and the plan to find Exclusivore. Really the big thing is wash your hands, don't touch your mask beforehand, before you I heard the door open, then close. Someone walked in the room and sat down by the wall. But my eyes couldn't adjust from the bright screen in the middle of the dark room. A few minutes went by. Fishburne was saying something along the lines of, Exclusive or can't hide forever. No one is long for hiding. From the corner, I heard a voice. You're such a dumbass, Sam. Oh my God. 
I knew that voice. Who said that? All the special agents. Fishburne's hand-picked list of ass-kissers whirled around trying to see in the dark. Then, she stepped into the light. I thought Fishburne was going to choke. Zoe? Sam, you couldn't even catch the coronavirus. Zoe? Exclusivor sauntered over to a table with a pitcher of water and some cups, poured some water, and walked it over to Fishburne. Sit down, Sam. Take a drink. I got it from here. Fishburne took an awkward sip and looked around absently. When it became apparent their fearless leader was indeed going to sit down, Special Agent Dickweed gave up his seat and Fishburne sank into it. Then Exclusivor said, Actually, everybody up. We need to leave. Sam, get us on a plane. Two hours later, we were on our way to Budapest, Hungary. I snuck into the bathroom and called Lita. What's in Budapest? A landing field. We're sneaking into Kiev. Again with Kiev. Exclusivore says Syndictive is there, planning another attack. Now Exclusivore thinks she can read minds? Well, she's a hacker. She hacked his phone. Fair enough. A hacked phone is better than reading minds. Thank you for flying. Later, I sat with Fishburne and Exclusivore at the front of the plane. Mastroll tried to join us. Exclusivore glared at him until he slouched away. Then she lit up a cigarette, took a drag, and blew a billowing cloud. Fishburne looked like he was fighting back a cough, but didn't say anything. Look, we have maybe a week, probably not even that. Then, Syndictive launches his attack. Zoe, there is no attack. I checked with the CIA, the NSA, they've heard zero chatter, nothing. Syndictive is smarter than that. You're not going to catch him with your 20th century spy. We would have heard something. I told you, I hacked his phone. They are plotting something and they bumped up the timeline because of the coronavirus. Zoe, COVID-19 isn't a computer virus. I know it's not. Look, the U.S. is distracted. It's a perfect time. If it were me, I'd attack now. Maximize the pandemonium. Maximize the pandemonium? What kind of person thinks like that? Sam, you you're doing it again. You can't just assume that everyone else is like you. Exclusive or and Fishburne went round and round like, like that for hours. I fell asleep until we landed, and then we piled into what appeared to be a large tour bus. Mastrol said, Whoa, man, this is dope. Indeed. Nice ride. Wait until you see the comm room, mobile ammo deep, sleeping quarters, and bathroom with full shower. Killer, man, I could use a shower. No doubt, just clean up after yourself. This bus is on loan from the CIA. In a miracle. I was first in line for the shower, but turns out showering in a moving vehicle, well, sucks. Anyway, I was in there, and bang, the door slid open. Exclusive Force was there. Okay, A, I swear I locked the door, and two, Exclusive Force just stood there with the door wide open. The shower room opened up to the rest of the bus. Everyone could see me, and they were seeing me, and I was in my shower uniform, you get me? Exclusive Force said, Hey, D. Uh, that sounded awkward. Just keep in mind my first initial is D. Anyway, so I said, For the love of God, close the door. Damn, chill out. She came in and closed the door behind her. I said, I didn't mean to come in. Tell me what deal you cut with Fishburne. My deal was that I helped find you. 
and they forget all about the shit they got on me. So you're clear. The Banco de España have Buenos Aires, Paris, Ivory Coast, all of it? Yeah, I guess I am. What about your job? I won't be going back to the DOE. I need you to. Why? Don't worry about why right now. Get the job back. Have a talk with Sam. I don't want that job. Do it, okay? Just then, the door slid open again. I said, damn it, Fishburne, I'm in here. I thought you were. Then I just saw Zoe go in, making sure you aren't plotting anything. What, you can't bug the shower room? Oh, it's it's bugged all right. But the water running makes it tough to hear what you're saying. Then Preacher and Mastrol appeared. Hey, man, we're waiting to shower. You can't jump the line like that. I yelled, everybody out. Calm the fuck down. Chill, man. Exclusivor slapped me on the ass and whispered, Get your job back. It's a 14-hour drive from Budapest to Kiev. After everyone showered, we still had 12 hours to kill. Between the 10 of us, there was whiskey, cigars and cigarettes, and pot. Everyone's opinions were lubricated and slipping out all over the place. Mastrol asked, What's in Kiev, man? Syndictive. Zoe thinks he's plotting a cyber terrorist attack. What's his plan? Well, it was going to be something with auto-driving cars, like he didn't. 17 Zoe 20. thinks Syndictive is going to try something new this time due to the pandemic. Exclusive or not, back her scotch and said, I'm not totally sure what, but this looks like a propaganda attack, just based on the people he's communicating with. Then I realized something. I said, Kiev is where he launched much of his 2016 election disinformation campaign. When he launched his auto-driving car attacks, he was in Singapore. Exclusive or nodded. I looked around the table and added, that's how Syndictive killed her brother. Exclusive or winced but didn't say anything. She finished her glass of scotch, reached over the big table we sat around, grabbed the bottle, and poured another. Then, Mastrol said, Some guys on the Dark World forum said your brother committed suicide. Exclusive War exploded out of her seat and reached across the table for Mastrol. Shot glasses and ashtrays went flying. Exclusive War was up on the table, pounding Mastrol. She held him by the neck with her right hand and repeatedly punched him in the face with her left hand. One, two, three. Preacher and the special agents were trying to pull her off of him. Seven, eight. Don't ever say that again. Finally, they pulled her off him. It took a few minutes for her to settle down. I just sat there. I roomed with Mouthful and Preacher in quarantine, and it was like living on a porn set. Watching Exclusivore punishing his face was the best thing that had happened in a month. Preacher got Mastrol a towel, and he bled pretty good, but surprisingly didn't slink off to his seat. Exclusivore sat back in her seat, staring at the bus ceiling, deep breathing. You are so aggravating, Todd Greider. Probably every agent on the bus knew Mastrol's IRL name, but no hacker likes being doxxed. Mastrol's face turned gray. Everyone watched Exclusive War. I know her pretty well, and I knew she was loving the attention. Exclusive War smoked an entire cigarette before she spoke again. My brother did not commit suicide. I'll tell you what really happened. Then Exclusive War lit another cigarette and told the story. 
When she was done, Mastro looked around the table, then at Exclusivore, and said, Let me get this straight. You expect me to believe you base jumped off a skyscraper in order to pull off the hack? I said, Todd, do you believe anything? Hey man, as John Dewey said, skepticism is the mark and pose of the educated mind. Oh God. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Exclusive Horror Story had reminded me of something. When the bus stopped for gas just outside, Ukraine and I got off, found a private area, and called Lita. I'd forgotten that I'd promised her information about a woman named Claire. Oh, I know all about that now. It's old news. So, you know Exclusive Horror didn't murder her? No, I think she absolutely did murder her. Are you crazy? Why? She base jumped off the Bank of America building in Dallas, right? Right. She hacked the NSA ComOps operation, planted a Dropbox for exfiltration, base jumped, spooked Claire, crash landed. End of story. Not the end of story. Claire goes to the police, tells them what happens, exclusive or freaks out, worried they'll put two and two together and locate the Dropbox. So she goes in and kills her. The missing photos say everything. Oh, shit. You've been reading the Dark World forums, haven't you? What if I have? The bus is leaving. I gotta get back on. Stay away from those conspiracy theory idiots, all right? I'll they explain are, later. They aren't. I hung up and hopped on the bus. Fishburn said, Where were you? I told them I was using the bathroom inside the station. His eyes narrowed. Exclusivor said, Hey, it happened. I said, What happened? Syndictive launched a coronavirus propaganda attack on Italy, Spain, and the U.S. It's gonna be bad. Okay, that's it for Exclusive War 6. I'm Hans Anderson. Thanks to voice actors Effing Crystal, Tinker Secor, Whiskey Neon, and Mobius. We have a website, ExclusiveWar.com. Photos, scripts, behind the scenes, plus links to the actors' Instagrams and Twitters. Check it out. You want a secret? I only came on the show as a platform to voice my aspirations for world domination. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Is that what you've come here to tell me? Fine. 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 This party's by invitation only. Did you expose yourself to my will? Them.